This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome back to the FPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries. And I'm just here so Kevin doesn't have to talk to himself about Spurs. And I have a name, too. It's Rod Landry. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. Um, no, but uh, this week we're going to be talking about all kinds of fantasy Premier League stuff, like price changes, who to start and sit. All of the transfers that have happened this week, all of them. All of them. All two. And uh, captains and start sits, and I already said start sits, so uh, blah, blah, blah. What's going on with you, Rob? You have some good holidays there? Yeah, man. You know, New Year's was good. You know, Christmas was good. We've only talked once since Christmas, so it's kind of weird. You know, we really haven't gotten to that whole back into the swing of, you know, fantasy footy for a while. And I'm kind of excited. I'm going to get goofy. Rage. Is raging still a thing? Do kids still rage? Uh, I don't know. Are you Cajun? Because I've heard that they are often a raging. Mm, no, I'm not, not a Cajun. Hmm. I'm not a big into the cold Creole thing. Man, I'm not sure we can be friends anymore. That's, that's um, fine. Were, were we friends to begin with? I mean, in my heart, oh. Yeah, well, it happens. You yeah. Know? <laughs> lowered expectations. Yep, uh, I did manage to win one of my two uh, fantasy championships in American <laughs> football, so that was a good time. Nice. Uh, the missed kick by Mike Nugent is what sealed it for me. Uh, last two weeks ago now, I suppose. Uh, and then yeah. my other one that I was super supposed to win that I missed uh, Odo Beckham Jr. for the first week of, uh, Ted Ginn Jr. got me zero points. And then OBJ came back week two and got me five points. So I nice. super lost that. Uh, Carson Palmer, I think, had less than ten. Yeah, they, they the Cardinals punted the last Yeah, game. that they really. Just were like, like, let's just forget it. We don't have to play for him. That really didn't go my way. The Texans D did their best to keep me relevant, but yeah, don't get me started. I sat the Texans D Ooh. the last week, and I I didn't lose. I lost, but I didn't lose because of them. Because that. yeah, there I was mean, a bigger difference been, I, than that. I I only would have lost by four points if I started them. You know what? It's almost better to have been out of it all day. That's how I was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, and I started uh, D'Angelo Williams and Carlos Williams, both of right. whom were carted off in the first quarter. That's always good for And I only had to do stuff. that because Gurley was hurt last week. <laughs> I was just like, oh my gosh. The guy that won it was just like, I feel bad. I'm like, good. As then, you should. Then split it evenly with me. Right. Ass. Yeah. Looking at you, Tom. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> we know where you live. I got your address. I actually do know where he lives. I'm uh, a straight ride on New Jersey style. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually not that far from you. He's in a place called New Hope, Pennsylvania. I know exactly where that is. Cue, cue the regulator music. <laughs> How far is that from you? Uh, close enough, Tom. Close enough. You heard it here first and last. <laughs> but anyway, on Tom. Yep. 
uh, I think he's at Thomas the Dank Engine on Twitter. Thomas the is he real? the Dank D A N K? Yeah, I think so. Let me check it out real quick. Oh my god! <laughs> I think that's it. Thomas uh... the Dank Engine. That's, that's so fitting for people who just came back from Colorado. <laughs> hey, he wasn't with me there, man. You you don't need to put that on me. Uh, but anyway, what do you want to talk about? Some dang price changes? Let's do that. Sure, let's talk about guys hey, up, and down, up and downs. Guess who's good? I'll give you a hint. It's Odia Nagalo. Yeah. Uh, currently leading the league in shots on target with 34 and just one goal behind the leaders who are on 15. He's on 14. Next three matches, Southampton, Swansea, and Newcastle averaging 14th in the league in defense. He might get like a Vardy-esque fall-off, but I don't think it's for now. And I think over those three mm-hmm. matches, not only is he a must-start, but he's a really good captain option. Um, I, th- I think he's got some extra juice in his pocket, too, because, you know, he was asked by a reporter. He said, oh, if Manchester United came asking, would you, would you go play for them? And he's like, hell yeah, I'd go play for Manchester United. They're my, <laughs> they're my team, it, you know, when I was growing up. And I was like, wow. That's... I was going to say something bad there, but I'm just going to refrain and just keep it to myself. So forget it. Never mind. <laughs> All right, great radio that. Okay, so, <laughs> hey, you like Chelsea, and they haven't been awful. Lead not awful Chelsea player, of course, being Willian. Uh, and with the purported death of the template team over the past couple weeks, Willian mm-hmm. is starting to look like a better and better option week by week. Continues to create buckets of chances. Costa looks like an actual striker. Chelsea look like an actual football club. I I don't think that Chelsea will be able to get into the Champions League spots. I think that they've dug too far, too big a hole to begin with. But that whoa. doesn't that doesn't whoa, mean whoa, that whoa. they hey whoa whoa yeah. they're gonna they're gonna win the Champions League, Kevin. Oh well, yeah. See there, there you go. Hey, but it, you know why? Uh, it's because we're gonna finish fifth. Because if we finished fourth and you won the Champions League, we'd still be in the Champions League. Now they changed that rule after the last time it happened to us. Fine. So That's now fine. obviously we can't get it. But my point is. Is just because they're not uh, in that hunt in the Premier League doesn't mean that they can't play like a Champions League team from here on out. And I think they will. I think things are starting to click again. Ivanovic, I realized that when I kept plugging him and saying he was a good fantasy option, I didn't realize that his FPL price was still like 6.7, which is insane. Yeah, he's still way past. Uh, he's, he's a top three <laughs> defensive price. I, I, I had assumed that he had dropped like a full... 1.0 at least nope. and he nope. just has it uh, so that blew my mind he currently sits on 6.5 but that's super not worth it at all but I do yeah. think that he has been doing better and will be a good option for them as long as he doesn't go to Milan which is an, a rumor that is floating around at the yeah. moment well interesting note on on Will I am mm. he's, been, he's been transferred in 95,000 times already this, yeah. this, this people week. were a week late we talked about him last week yeah yeah Two absolutely. Weeks ago? I, we thought we thought that was. a month ago yeah and and said that he should be on if, if you're if you're coveting a fifth midfielder that's cheaper you know that has potential he's a guy that you want to look at but it's fine don't listen to us we're right every fifth or sixth time so I mean, yeah here here I'll make a bold claim that is one of us is right every show Absolutely, because we have a good, you know, give take, push pull, tug of war kind of thing yeah, going on. I'd agree, especially when you you keep talking about Christian Eriksen, and I could just go somewhere else because you're always wrong with Christian Eriksen, and I'm just always right. With you know else. what? The good news is I'm going anti Christian Eriksen today, so you know he's going to have a good week. 
I just um, I, I just want to bet right there. So thank you. Thank you for my five dollars. I yep. bet you, I, I bet somebody I could bet you get you to say Christian Eriksen in the first five minutes of the show. Uh dude, we're on seven thirty, man. All right, ten minutes. <laughs> Fair enough. Other players that have gone up. Kobe Alderweireld, Dimitri Payet, who I will talk about in length later. Uh, Yaya Toure, speaking of players that I'm never right on. Uh, in the preseason, I was higher on him than anyone at the ranking summit we were at. And everybody thought I was an idiot. And then the first month, I looked at everybody else and was like, ha-ha. And then they looked at me the last three months and were like, ha-ha. And now I get to start laughing at them again. Um, yeah. I don't know how sustainable it is. I think a large part of Yaya Toure's importance into that team is the fact that neither Aguero or Silva are doing much of anything. Uh, and so he's taking over. Also, his shots on target are hilariously low. His three shots in the last five matches are on four shots on target. His no. three goals. He's sapping any fantasy value that that they, that David Silva has. Yeah, it's very very frustrating. Uh, but you have to look at him and Della Ali again. I mentioned this on the EPO mm-hmm. roundtable that this is what I'm now referring to as an in play set piece, mm-hmm. where Della Ali makes a bent run, and then Toby Alderweireld lobs the ball. And then we do it twice a match, and sometimes he gets there and sometimes he doesn't. This last week, he got it, and so it was a goal because it's very hard to defend, and Toby Alderweireld's long balls are very pinpoint accurate, and I think it raises the value of both of them because when you look at players and you often ascribe extra value to players that take set pieces, Mm -hmm. this is a category that needs to fall under something like that now because it is a thing that is consistently happening. Yeah, it's so, working. Yeah, and it, it it works probably once every five times, and we do it twice a match. So it definitely brings the same value as corner routines would, or, or free kicks for that matter. Um, in terms of players losing value, uh, I don't really want to mention this, but I guess you were technically right and win a six-pack off it. Virgil van Dyke fell again, 5.4. Things super not going well for Southampton. One clean sheet in their last eight matches. Virgil van Dyke's last extra point thing being either goals or assists, October 17th. Yikes. That was a super long time ago. We keep talking about the holiday season. That happened well before Halloween. So, mm. uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Off. That's crazy awfulness is what it is. Yeah, it's really super not great. Uh, and then uh, Vardy and Coutinho both drop. Both dealing with injuries, but both were kind of underperforming anyway. Uh, I made the move from Vardy to Kane this week. I'll talk about it later as well. I said to wait on Vardy till after the Bournemouth match, but obviously the injury hastened my plans, and so if it hastens yours as well, I don't think anyone would blame you. Uh, Coutinho has scored more than three points just five times this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. we know this. We know this about him. Yeah, and I mentioned it last last podcast but yeah. his last six were zero zero three three two and two yep. and now that he's out going to be out for an extended period it's gonna be of time, more it's zeros like, it's like three or three or four weeks there's no way he should be in anybody's fancy roster let alone own and still 17 percent, which is yeah. going to drop because 17 people are waiting insane, but. yeah i mean everybody's waiting for the uh the fa cup games to to, to be commence. over to yeah moves. totally yeah i i hit him early and uh i it was largely price based mm-hmm. and uh but, but again we'll get into that later uh Coutinho can be streaky, though. So if you see a couple good matches, maybe start looking. But obviously, that's not going to happen for a while because he is currently injured. Who do you got, Rob? Uh, you know, 
it's kind of limited on guys up and down. The guys that, like we always say, the guys that went up are the reason. There's a reason they went up because they're performing well. You know, Peter Cech is, is went up. He's the the highest scoring goalie. He should go up. Uh, you know, Dimitri Payet. I know. I, I know you want to talk about him. I do. Too, I do too. I have him circled on my pad. Uh, defensively, Bellerin. Arsenal's playing great defensively. You know, I, everybody loves the Kashelny goal and his his mop up of points over the last week. Uh, everybody was gloating about how they thought he was. They were all awesome and right. Good for you. Congratulations. Um, you know, Arnautovic went up again. You know, we we've preached about him a thousand times. Uh, we can only say it a, a couple more if we want, because our probably our limit without him actually starting to pay us is yep. probably going to run out. <laughs> his his okay. It's time to come clean. Marco Arnautovic's mom sends us cookies every week in exchange yeah, they're, for they're, for pimping him for fantasy owners. Yeah, she sends she sends us kreplach. They're they're they're, they're, like, <laughs> they're, they're kreplach, kreplach cookies. I think they're actually stones that are sprinkled with sugar. Oh man, you know what? They go down rough, but they're darn tasty. <laughs> they are tasty. Just don't chew them. You yeah, that's right the down. key. You gotta shuck them like an oyster. Yeah, but <laughs> but the benefit with how hard they are is if you do crunch your teeth. Uh, you can just replace it with the rock. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think it's like an old, you know, wives' tale. Yeah, you basically got your own rock dentures. It's yeah. Definitely totally. the way to go. Totally. <laughs> you know, and, and for the price downs, guys that are injured, uh, Vardy and and Coutinho, like you mentioned, uh, Aaron Ramsey was an interesting down for me. You know, Art, he's starting, he's playing for Arsenal but not performing. So that it's for fantasy that 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 sucks. <laughs> There's nothing good about that. Yeah. Uh, and and the uh, John Whalen performance factor, Roberto Firmino went down. So without every time Firmino goes down, we have to mention uh, John Whalen from from Taga. So I think we're contractually it's obligated. Boy. It's it's totally he he might have gotten a tattoo. He might have sold yeah. out his soul, and this might be a reason why his house isn't done yet. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, <laughs> Either that or he, it's because he didn't hire you, man. You know, you have, you have how many Brazilian craftsmen there are in this world, and Firmino's not performing? <laughs> mm. uh, to be fair, to, to his credit, his other call on an incoming player was Dimitri Payet, and that one worked out a bit. It uh, did? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Right. Probably. Good, good call, John. And if, it, and if nobody out there is playing, playing Taga, you need to go look at it. Taga.com. It is Taga. pretty dope. It is pretty cool. Yeah. So, Kevin, should we jump right into start sits, or do you want to talk more about some injuries, or you want to just jump on a whole big oh. Dimitri Payet diatribe? Okay, all right. Well, let's start with all of the big transfers. Wana Turbe and Jan Kirchhoff, the end. Well, I mean... Do you care Dem- at all De- about either? Well, Demaray Gray was brought in by... Yeah, but he's West. not going to get into that team at all, even a little bit. I know, but he still got transferred in. Do you want to just limit your... All right, all right, that's fair. Well, then, in that case... Tottenham signed a player named Shiloh Tracy, I think. It's 17 years old, so... Shiloh, I will... There you go. We signed him from the 6th division. Nice. Well, there's so. some, some tips. What about Shawnee Tarajai from, from Grasshoppers to, to Everton? What? Can you talk about that either? Yeah, there, exactly. there you go. Uh, these are the news stories of the weekday. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's, it's, it's slow going for the, <laughs> for the transfer market. Yeah. But uh, we we literally were just talking uh, before we started taping about about Jan Kurtkoff and 
you thought that it might – it's a good signing for Sunderland. Let's put it this way. They need all the help they can get at the back end. You said it yourself, John O'Shea, Jonas Kubel, and the guy who spells his name like Coates, but it's pronounced <laughs> When I first started following football and saw him, I was like, oh, Sebastian Coates. Coates, yeah. Cortez. Nope. Sebastian Coates. It, it, his name's closer to a gem than a coat. What a jerk. Um, but, yeah, so so Jan Kirchhoff, there's nothing he can't improve at Sunderland, correct? I mean, their defense True. is abysmal. Yeah, and, and he actually I, has two working legs, which makes him better than all of their current center back options. That, that, that is probably true, though. Yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> but, but you and I had the discussion about, you know, you thought, oh, he may, he's going to do well for Sunderland, but how well is he going to do? And I said that he is another product of, yes, he's in his mid-20s, and he's coming from an established club like Bayern, where he's only played one minute since the summer, when I just said uh, to you previously, he played one minute recently, and I haven't seen him play except for an exhibition over the summer. So are are players like that that come in from a bigger-name team to like a Sunderland squad to bolster a lower-level Premier League? Are they even on anybody's radar only because that they're coming from a big team? Yeah, and like I said, it is at a position of need. Obviously, in terms of fantasy, it isn't helpful at all because why on earth would you roster a Sunderland defender? But, yeah, I mean, there's definitely prestige in football. And coming from a place like Bayern Munich to a place like Sunderland obviously carries some of that. Um, I don't know how long he's been there, but I'm going to assume that he has at least one medal to his name. Uh, so then you say, oh, well, you know, he has... It, it fits a narrative, doesn't it, of, of a player that's achieved something. Going to come out, come down to a little club like Sunderland and help fix him up. But, like I said, he's better than what they have now. So regardless of the hype train, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, like, it absolutely happened with Julian Green and the mm-hmm. U.S. Men's National Team. Everyone was like, mm-hmm. oh, we have a player at Bayern. He's amazing. And yeah. he is super okay. Yeah, he's super just okay. Yeah, he's yeah. fine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, and I and I compared the, the transfer to, of Kirchhoff to Sunderland to, to two guys in the last two years that that you know Byron's transferred out. Nils Peterson, who went to no, middle of nowhere, I think he went to Monch and Godbach, and basically does nothing. And then Sebastian Rodet. These are both guys who are basically probably in the same skill set or popularity or fantasy usefulness as like a Jan Kirchhoff, who basically got got transferred out in a in you know in the transfer session and are glorified because they came from went they came from Munich and went to nowhere and done have done basically nothing. Yeah, Ro- <laughs> Rode is is still at Munich though. Did he go on loan last year or something? Yeah. Well, he he went out he went out and came back. He went on a, like a temporary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that. Yeah, and he's supposed to be the the successor to Philip Lom, which I think is hilarious considering Philip Lom was a right back for 80% of his career. Yeah. <laughs> but And Rode's going to be he's 25 years old. It's not like he's 10, you know? Oh, wow, yeah. His birthday was October 11th. He's already 25. Wow, yeah, you hear about him, and you keep thinking he's like this young, up-and-coming prospect. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Speaking That's what I'm saying. Like, get to buy it. Like, I mean, he's only played 248 minutes this year. So. Yeah. Speaking of uh, uh, quote-unquote young, <laughs> talented players, uh Tottenham have apparently been scouting the ever-living crap out of Umar Niasse at Lokomotiv Moskva. Mm-hmm. Um, that might matter, but it probably won't because Kane is obviously going to start all the Premier League matches and 
I think our Europa League stint may be shorter than many expect because I think the club would do well to recognize that this is the best chance that Tottenham have a top four in quite some time. So I think that the best 11 will continue to play in the Premier League, which includes Christian Eriksen, but not for fantasy because <laughs> he's not been great. All right. Um, so Dimitri Payet, we've, we've teased him a couple times. He was back against Liverpool last week and spoiler alert. He looked phenomenal when he came on. He just absolutely blew by three different players. He skilled past a few. He played a long ball that was almost inch perfect. That just ended up not being a goal. I'm all back in on Dimitri Payet. Here's some fun statistics for you. Right now, he is currently the seventh highest goal-scoring midfielder, despite having missed two months. He is currently the one, two, three, four, five, fifth highest uh, player in created chances, despite missing two months. He is amazing and has four assists still, even though he was out that whole time. His take-ons are great. It's just, he's so good. He's so good. And he's playing Bournemouth. Please sign Dimitri Payet. For all things that are warm and juicy, sign Dimitri Payet. Absolutely. If you're a Coutinho owner, the the move to Payet is about as natural as peanut butter is to jelly. Uh, I don't get it. Or honey. Have you tried peanut butter and honey on bread? No. It's pretty tasty, man. No, I'm not seventy. I'm not going. I'm not going to bingo. I am, man, dude. My dentures, you know, get sticky and such. Go, go, because you eat too much Kreblock. <laughs> <laughs> Should have known better. Oh man. Yeah, but I totally agree with you on Dimitri Payet, Kev. I mean, the, the stats before he went out were phenomenal. He was far and away in the same category as Mares. Basically, yeah. he was basically on par with Mares. He was, was un-unownable. You literally have to own him. Yeah, he was a staple. He was in the he was in your swing line stapler, and it was Payet Mares in the midfield. That was everybody's you know template across the midfield for the first six seven weeks. Yeah, you know now he's coming back. He looked like a shiny new toy. He's basically duking people, dribbling around people, doing you know spinoramas. He looked phenomenal. Listen, there's no reason you shouldn't have him in your team. I've already brought him into my team. There's a, a peep into what I've already done this week because I because went out and I needed to get rid of him before his price dropped. So I wanted to make the transfer so I I wouldn't lose. And Payet went up in weapon value already, so yeah. I actually gained. So that's good for me. Hooray! Oh, good for you. That's what this podcast is all about, right? Hooray! Hooray! Just applauding, Rob. That's all we do here. You are very <laughs> ugly. <laughs> Well, got a voice for radio. Oh, wait, what is it? A face for radio. Couldn't even do that right. <laughs> I, ha- I, have a, I have a persona for Jen. <laughs> nice. Um, What else? Oh, I'll talk about that guy later. Okay, you want to do start sits? Let's do sure. start sits. Want to sure. do a pause for a commercial break? Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. 
That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You're good. Nailed it. This Nailed is 28 it. minutes and 46 seconds. Maybe not for you listeners because we have to add an intro. So deal with it. Um, oh, you might get your bet because of that. Actually, we'll see. Yeah. Time will tell. Um, but, okay, so start sits. Uh, at forward, guess who I went with? You won't. It's Andy Carroll at wow. 6.4. He's only had five starts this season, but already has three goals, two in his last two, seven shots on target in those last two matches, as well as 11 aerial duels won. I, say I, say that word again. Say duels. 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 <laughs> you sounded like Andrew Rice Clay. Never. A doish. Yeah, he has eleven doishes. Um, I I don't know why, but West Ham strikers are constantly underrated. I like Sacco. I like Valencia. I like Zarate. And now it's Carroll that's getting a chance. West Ham create plenty of those chances. Playing Bournemouth, as is Payette, we just mentioned. They did hold Leicester goalless last week, but unless Sylvain Distan gets the start and has robotic legs, there's nobody in that Bournemouth defense that can outmuscle Carroll even a little bit. And then the one guy that might be able to, Distan, just doesn't have the pace at all to even keep up with him. So I, I think Carroll and Payette and West Ham could be in for a big week against Bournemouth. Uh, in the midfield... It's neither of our boys. It's Gilfie Sigurdsson at seven oh, dot Yeah, he looked good. He, you called it that he said he was starting to look better, and he got a little got a little taste of the netting. Yeah, like that it. that header was pretty. Um, but yeah, as, as Rob just said, he was my honorable mention last week. Now he's my full blown nominee this week. Here's some fun stats for you. Before Gary Monk sacking, December 9th, Sigurdsson had sixteen chances created and seven shots on target. Since then, in the last five weeks, he's had 14 chances created and eight shots on target. He's had two less chances created and one more shot on target in five weeks than he did in the previous 15. Sigurdsson is back. It'd be better for you to jump on now than wait. Norwich have kept two surprising clean sheets back-to-back. I find it very unlikely that they'll keep a third in a row. Defensively, it's our boys. Palace versus Villa. You don't need stats, just do it. Rob? I'm going to start in the same place you left off. And I agree, Crystal Palace is the place to look for defenders this week. Uh, look for the least owned guy. Uh, go with Papa Suare. Everybody owns Dan. Your boy Joel Ward is getting up there in ownership as well. Papa Suare still owns less than all. Both of those guys. Villa is uh, garbage. Uh, Through the midfield, you know what? I'm going to look at the same game that you picked your forward from, but I'm going to look at a player that's going to be directly involved more because of the injury to Manuel Lanzini. Mm. And Dimitri Payet is there. He's going to make the players around him better. 
I don't necessarily think that he can make Andy Carroll any better because he's awesome and his man bun is just awesome. It's glorious. So I'm going to go with Mikhail Antonio. Yeah, out of nowhere. He's looked great. He's playing very wide in a wide role. He's showing good speed, good pace on the ball. You know, West Ham could be coming back around offensively where they were kind of stagnant for a while without Payet. And they kind of got really stale towards the end of before Payet came back. Uh, they're playing Bournemouth. I think West Ham at least gets two goals in this game. I expect Payet to be involved in both of them. So once again, another another peep for for Payet. Uh, at up top, you know, I I hate to say it, but uh, certain players go on little roles every now and again, and they start to get in their little niche with the team. Man United's at, at Newcastle. Anthony Martial's coming off a goal. Uh, he's been in the news a lot because he's saying he can find, he's starting to find his niche a little bit with the team, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know what to believe in it. It could be just propaganda or whatever. But he's playing Newcastle. Newcastle's not awesome defensively. They're not fantastically bad as like Aston Villa, but they're bad. And I think Martial could find the net again because United – who else is going to score for United? There's not many other options. I mean, Rooney's going to backheel another one in. No, it's not going to happen. Go with Anthony Martial if you're looking for you're, – if you're hurt up top. There's a lot of injuries this this, this week, especially with uh, the extra games for the FA Cup and the extra games that you know Everton played with the Capital One Cup, especially with Lukaku now that he's dinged up as well. Um, you know, Lukaku's basically playing – or Everton is actually playing three games in six days. When it, when it all when it's all said and done, uh, you know it's going to be tough for him to if he has a little little niggle right now to get back. I wouldn't say transfer him out, but if you definitely if you're holding on to a Jamie Vardy right now, you, you definitely need to look somewhere else. The, the Canes, the the Martials, or if you want to go with a gamble like Martial, I probably would. Or if you want to even gamble even further and, and become a Diego Costa believer, that's that's somewhere where I would look. Because that's where points are made up. You want to go with a differential because everybody's going to be owning the same guys up top because there's not many options. And this is a good time. And a lot of people right now are bringing in Sergio Aguero. And they're probably right to do it because they have all the money. And the, the forward options are looking like they're waning. You know? yeah. If you agree, Kev, they're like, they're like falling apart. Like yeah, there, there aren't as many guarantees. Lukaku picked up that little niggling injury as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and and, and you, you're waiting for the bottom to fall out on Igalo. It hasn't yeah. yet, which has been no. impressive. But I hope it. I hope it doesn't. I really hope it doesn't. But yeah. I in, in my article I wrote uh, two weeks ago, I did uh, projected uh, final goal tallies, mm-hmm. and Igalo at that time was projected to finish the season with 27 goals. That's awesome. Which would be more than anyone in the last uh, what was it? The last three years, other than Aguero. Who had is 31 he, of those? Is he the Nigerian Harry Kane? I think he's the Nigerian Aguero. Tell your there friends. You go. There you go. Tell your friends. There's, and we have and, the title. And the title. And we have Igalo, the title. Colin, the Nigerian. He's, he's Nigerian, right? I believe so. That'd be super bad if we were wrong. <laughs> but I have to look, I'm actually going to look it up. That's probably worth it. Um, while you're doing that, uh, uh, another note that I meant to mention on the West Ham guys. Carroll and Payet as well, is that three of their next four matches are Bournemouth, Newcastle, and Villa. Want to guess where those three place out of 20 in the Premier League? Hmm. Last? Uh, close. 17th, 18th, and 19th in goals conceded. 
So that and a Gallo is for Lincoln. Yes, yes, nailed it, Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> put, put, put. okay. So I only ever say that when I'm bowling. It's the only every time I say Brooklyn. Really? Do you leave the hand up? Brooklyn. You follow through yeah. and you leave yeah. it up. Yeah, I look like Prince, like from the Dave Chappelle days. <laughs> Game blouses. Game blouses. But the best thing is he made us some pancakes. Yep. Uh, did you see that Dave Chappelle, or sorry, that Prince actually used Dave Chappelle yeah. dressed as Prince on, on, on an cover, album? On, on, his, on his album cover, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's that blows awesome. my mind. Because he, he can't sue him. <laughs> yeah. Because this is, oh my gonna, gosh. Are you gonna, oh, you're going to sue me for making fun of me? All of right, you, but with my face. It's all very confusing indeed. All right, uh, so for sits. Uh, remember last week when I was like kind of up in Jordan AU? Mm-hmm. I regret doing that. I'm like sorry. a whole bunch. This palace defense is pretty solid. I, I don't think that's going to work at all. Uh, also, Diego Costa, who you mentioned, has been doing much better of late. Uh, I I don't love I don't love the matchup against West Brom. I know it hasn't been the defense that it's been in the past, but I, I'm just not huge on it. Um, I do think that uh, you can start all your strikers, assuming Lukaku does start up front uh, for Everton and that he isn't too hurt with that ankle injury to not do. Uh, I think that a lot of people kind of shy away from quote-unquote big matches, but we saw what Everton City could do midweek, and I mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised if they do it again next midweek. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I, I really don't mind that group at all. Uh, Liverpool strikers, I don't care. Benteke is not good at football, and I have to believe that his fantasy value will start to reflect that. Uh, so anyway, those are forwards that I'm super not all about. Midfielders that I am not all about. Um, you know, I, I think there are a lot of really good matchups this week. Oh, I meant to mention uh, after Sigurdsson, start your Stoke guys against Norwich, obviously. Um, and for Sitz, it's the Norwich guys against Stoke. The Stoke defense is no joke. It's it's no joke. Ah, there's nothing there. Snow, snow yolks. <laughs> there's snow yolks. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's anything there. Uh, <laughs> tweet us your booze at Kevin. Lame. No. Lame. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't love your Norwich midfielders or your Liverpool midfielders against Arsenal. And uh, defenses kind of follow that suit as well. Southampton in particular. I was I was ready to buy back in on them last week. All I needed no. was one good performance from them. It didn't come. Now they're playing a Gallo, who is just such a pest to defenses. I, I think Southampton's defense is very unlikely to keep what will cooked. be their second clean sheet in nine. They're cooked. Mm-hmm. The Saints are cooked. Yeah, I, I, there's no way you can trust any any Southampton player right now. They, they shouldn't be any, especially with, you know, Pella's going to be out for this week, I believe. You know, if you want to take a long shot on somebody and you want to gamble, maybe maybe Shane Long. But other than that, I can't see anything. I think, but I think Watford keeps it clean. To be honest, in this game, they're defensively okay enough to. Yeah, I like Watford's defensive. Capu shielding them is very nice, and yeah, uh, yeah. Pella currently fifty percent chance to play with yeah. the knee injury. Yeah, so yeah, I don't have him in my. I didn't have him in my start. I'm not sure I'd want him long. if he was a hundred percent healthy. If he was a hundred and fifty percent healthy, I'm not sure I'd want him. Yeah, if he if he had that with like a conjoined twin on the t- on the on the field and he counted as one and a half players, I may consider him, but I'm not going to. But anyway, so getting to my sits, uh, I, I fall on the kind of the same frame. Uh, you know, Liverpool on defense. Uh, it, it's looking very bleak 
for for pool on defense. We just we just talk. Yeah. Um, they might have to start Jose Enrique. <laughs> get I him mean, into your teams, guys. Nope, that's get, a joke. Don't do every, that. Everybody, get out there and transfer him in. Jose Enrique has he's played 205 minutes in the last two years. Let's use the power of the podcast. Let's get him a point one bump in price. Hey, he's actually been. Tra- I was actually looking at this for fun. No way. To see, to see how many how many people have actually brought him in. He has ten total transfers. In. Jesus. So congratulations to the to ten those Jose ten diehard people that live in Liverpool. The the ten Jose Enrique family members that play <laughs> fantasyfootball.com. Yep, that um, sounds much more likely. Um, through the midfield, I'm going to bring up an old favorite of ours, only because I don't like so many games in, in so many days. And I mentioned Lukaku. Lukaku is my sit up front, so I'll just I'll preempt that with my midfielder. I'm going to go back to the Ross Barkley thing. It's three games in six days, in yeah. six and a half days, if you want to say, oh, the game ends at 5 p.m. And whatever. Screw you and <laughs> screw you and your watch. Okay. Yeah. Ross Barkley. By the way, he's, he's only got me nine points since I brought him in. Two oh, five two. See, see, that's what happens. You shouldn't have bought in. Shouldn't eat the Kreplach. I know, man. The Kreplach gets to me, though, man. You know how it gets. But, but yeah, Luke Everton, too many games in a row. They have a tough one against Man City. I mean, Man City is not great defensive. They're like, you know, they're damned if they do and damned if they don't kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Because they, they can go all out and shut you down, and or they can just chip goals left and right. Uh, the only thing I want to say is, I, I, it's getting close to a Pablo Zabaleta return for for Man City. It looks yeah. like to me. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna peep up in one of these games, especially with the the fixtures so close together, mm-hmm. coming up. Um, he probably get a little bit of a run soon. So that's an interesting thing to keep an eye on. Uh, what about you, Kev? Anything else from from the Dynamite Dime Store fantasy knowledge known as Kevin DeVries? <laughs> I just hate Ross Barkley a whole lot. Just yeah. from the very bottom of my heart. He's hard to like. He's just so frustrating. He's like, the, he's like the kid who tortures toys in Toy Story. Yep. If anybody yeah. could Photoshop that for us, yeah, <laughs> that would be super great. You could fax it to me. I don't have I don't have internet access. Yeah, send it to. Yeah, we actually record this over fax. Yeah, fax. Um, I, I send it. I we we record this over a mojo. A mojo. <laughs> I actually use a telegraph, and. Uh, well, you know what a mojo is, right? None. I don't know. It tra- it's an old device that transfers uh, spoken word to type. Really? Yep. What on earth is the purpose of that? It was in the 70s, dude. It was like when you used to give an interview, you used to teletype it over, so it typed it out while you're speaking. Yeah, but speaking. it would always be wrong, right? Oh, totally. Okay. Totally. It's like the ca- it's like the closed caption thing when you're reading it on TV. Oh, like, uh, sports to- names are the best. Oh, totally. Totally. <laughs> Totally. I love it when they do uh, like it's like a Russian hockey. Like hockey is the best. Hockey is the best when they try to they try to do closed caption. Everything is instead of like O O V for for Russian, it's O F F, and it's two words. <laughs> That's awesome. Instead of O V or something like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Well, that was uh, start sits brought to you by whoever's sponsoring us today. Okay. Um, the captains. I don't know, man. I've been so bad lately. I I yeah. got red arrows again this week. Yeah, I did too. I, I, I was I awful. Know. I don't know. I was what's awful. To me, it's just you know. Sometimes you just worry. You know, what's my purpose on this earth? You know, 
You know what? You enter, you make me happy. You make me entertain and you entertain me, Kevin. Mm. You you give me reason to do this on Wednesdays and Thursdays since we're doing it on a Thursday today. But you you know what? This is fun. Yeah. Everybody who listens to this, they don't actually realize that me and you have fun. We have tons of fun. We, we do we have send, fun. We send obnoxious like you know tweets and <laughs> and, and text. When back I get to that vertical Legalo text every week. This is, yeah, absolutely. What do you want me to do? If he stops, if he doesn't score, I'll stop sending it. Well, you know what? Maybe I don't want him to. You know, maybe, maybe curbs the loneliness. But um, I will say about my team last week, I I did bring in Toby, and I I had mentioned that when I thought Chelsea would be good, I brought in Courtois, mm-hmm. and I did start him last week and got that clean sheet. So I got 15 points out of them. And, that's a good, tra- that's a good uh, transfer session. I had 20 out from the rest of my team. That's awesome. I, I think I had. I think I only had twenty nine points because I sucked. I yeah. sucked out loud. Peters got me one. Dawson got me two. Barkley two. Silva two. Mares two. Because I captained him. Because he only got one. Captain Cap- got him up to two. Erickson two. Vardy two. Igalo two. Lukaku five. Mm-hmm. Go team. So, yeah. um, for captains, I'm actually gonna have to remix this order because you'd be like, "How's Kevin gonna captain that guy? That guy's not on his team." So, I knew better than to play my wild card, but I had to make three transfers, largely because I'm an idiot. I did have two free transfers, but I am currently sitting negative four as we head into this week. Um, Yikes. It's yes. all right, though. Well, we'll see. Okay, so, first of all, I had to bring in Della Ali because of the reasons I mentioned earlier. That he is now a focal point of the attack, unlike Christian Eriksen. And as such, I was like, well, I need Della Ali. I'm super done with, uh, oh wait, I think I had already gotten rid of Wynjildum. Who did I get out yeah. for him for? Oh, here, <laughs> three transfers made. Let me click on that. Um, uh, no, it isn't showing me anything. Okay, great. Well, I don't know what I did. <laughs> I brought in Bill Ali for somebody that was a pile of doo-doo caca. Um, then, uh, I was like, okay, then the Vardy injury came through. And I was like, all right, well, I was already going to give him three weeks, but now he's hurt. I'm going to swap him out for Kane. The main issue with that is that last week I brought in Toby. So I had four Tottenham players. As we all know, you can't do that. So then I had to, I had already switched in Ali. What I could have done is switch out Ericsson to Ali and been fine. But I didn't. So then I had to switch out Ericsson and brought in Payet, who and this is the point of this whole thing, is my captain this week against Bournemouth. It's a good gamble. I like it. I yeah, like being, I, it was either going to be Igalo or Payet. I don't believe in Silva enough yet. I don't believe in Ali yet. I don't love the idea of Kane versus Leicester. I could see no. them, you know, both of us rate their defense higher than most. Mm-hmm. Um, Payet against Bournemouth, I, I know he was just back, but he looked so good in his return. Mm-hmm. And he makes that entire team tick. So he's probably going to get in the, the, the BAPS stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning Payet. I really am. Yeah. Also, uh, gonna... I switched my keepers. I'm going Courtois over my hill yet again, even though mm-hmm. they're playing each other. Yeah. I, I, it's not a bad shout. I have very limited options and the captain only because, you know, I don't know who to captain. So you know, well, indecision, hit, indecision makes you question hit me with yourself. it, bro. Yeah, I, I was actually leaning. It's either between. I think I'm going to either do Mesut Ozil 
versus Liverpool. I think they're vulnerable on defense, and Arsenal could could come out with his guns blazing and just bury, bury Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Or you go with who you just mentioned, Dimitri Payet, and try to be different. Not everybody owns him yet. Might have a good a little differential there with the captaincy. So he's playing Bournemouth. I think he's involved in multiple goals for West Ham, and I think he completely revitalizes West Ham. And if West Ham doesn't finish top six, if Payet stays healthy all season, if you think they could stay where they are right now, they're sixth right now. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't see why not. I, it would mean that Liverpool haven't caught up, which no. yeah, I mean, is absolutely possible. They yeah. tend to have a history of having underperforming years every now and again, like those two years when they finished below Everton. That w- mm-hmm. wasn't intended to be a shot fired, but it kind of ended up being one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like this West Ham team. It sucks that as soon as Pyatt's back, Lancini's out again. Yeah, Victor Moses I, still dealing with injury. They they have a lot of good players there, and I think it's a testament to their squad building that they've been mm-hmm. able to weather this and still be in that area. So yeah, that's why I gave that's why I gave a good shout to Antonio. I think that him him there with playmaking ability of Payet is definitely somebody. If you're looking for a cheap option and you, and you went with a, a more expensive approach somewhere else, Antonio is definitely a good price point to look to attack if you're. If you're not buying into Payet yet and you want to take advantage of the Payet availability for West Ham, but not actually buy into Payet, so and you want the price point of Antonio, then you have my you have my allegiance and you can go do it. Yeah. Um. Quick question for you. So my midfield across the middle. Oh, well, let's just talk about our teams since we both made a few changes. So I'm now Courtois, Peters, Ward, Alderweireld, Barkley, Ali, Silva, Mares, Payet. Kane, Lukaku, Agallo. Mm-hmm. I have Craig Dawson, Target, and Myhill on the bench. Mm-hmm. Lukaku picked up that ankle injury. So, do you play Lukaku? This doesn't have to be just for me. For, for people out there. Would you assume that Lukaku's playing? We've already heard Martinez say it's not a big deal. Would you play him over his teammate, Ross Barkley, if you had to make a choice between those two? Um, I tend to... If or Silva. Question, Silva yeah, has would, been super disappointing. Yeah, I'd play both of them over Silva, to be honest. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I, I, I wish I can. The fortunate thing for me is I have two transfers currently, mm-hmm. and and you're waiting I, for for the FA Cup matches. Well, I I I made one transfer, so I I brought in Payet for Katim. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here with one transfer, and I'm waiting for the games this weekend to finish what I was gonna do. I have a lot of guys with question marks. You know, uh, Silva is one. Uh, Lukaku, I'm not going to transfer him out. And then I still have Vardy on my bench. The move I'm going to make is most likely going to be Vardy out for a forward. But I'm looking for some kind of differential play. So I'm waiting for the weekend. You're going to go Costa, aren't you? No, I no, I won't. I okay. actually won't. You know better. Probably, okay. Yeah, I probably <laughs> won't. Um, I'd probably look for some kind of differential play and bring in somebody on, on the short not somebody that I'm going to invest in long term, knowing that I have extra money in the bank and I have a 10, 10.0 player in the midfield that is doing nothing for me, so I can yeah. transfer him out and basically go to Aguero in two weeks if I want. Yeah. So that it holding that in your hand is kind of kind of a good thing. So I'm kind of looking at my team right now, and I'm I'm leaning towards going extra heavy defensively. I have I'll have my hill and goal only because I only have, really have one startable goalie. I have I don't really 
roster of a startable a rosterable backup goalie. Uh, my defense, I'm probably going to start for defense only because I own two Crystal Palace defenders, and the matchup with Villa is too tasty to overlook. Yeah. I, I own Papa Suarez, I own Toby, I own Dan, uh, I own Glenn Johnson, and I own Kalaro. So I'm probably end up going to end up starting four defenders this week only because the the three three of the guys have excellent defenders and you really can't sit Toby against anybody. He's kind yeah. of like an almost startable option. So with Suarez and Dan playing Villa and Johnson playing Norwich, they, that gives me four decent options on defense. I mean, Toby's matchup isn't the most fantastic, but I'll learn to live with it only because he's the highest scoring defender and I'll, yeah. I'll learn. And, to and fun that Toby has more combined goals and assists than any other defender with nine. Yeah, absolutely. So wait, seven? Seven. Oh, I think it's I just remember that. Yeah, it's seven. three goals for us. Yeah, yeah, seven. And then through the midfield for me, I'll have I'll have uh, De Bruyne, Payet, Oto, and Mares. And then up top, I'll have Agalu and Lukaku in my in my team. And then my first sub will be David Silva. So if yeah. Lukaku doesn't play, worst comes to worst, Silva plays Silva. for me, and, and I'll and I'll probably score twenty nine points. So my team just sucks. Oh man, it was so it was looking so good. I had that like month and a half where I had sixty plus every week. Yeah, it's sad. My yeah. team's sad. I mean this this happens. I almost fell out of the top million, which would have been <laughs> really sad. Yeah, just I managed felt, to avoid that. I fell to the wrong side of five hundred thousand. Yeah. Which so. sucks, and, and and it's really sad that we're admitting our actual rank. And guess what? People are actually listening to this and take our advice. We suck. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know what your excuse is, but I can't own Arsenal players, so I'm entirely blaming that. Oh, you don't have the one Arsenal player. Ooh. Hey, man, Giroud's been doing things. You know, you can you know you can make more than one team. Dan. You know this, right? Nah. Oh, he needs a separate. Oh, he needs a second email address. Yeah, but like the way they set it up, they're like, "Oh, just add all these groups." Maybe I should start a second half team. Oh, I I kind of missed that. I could have started it in between nineteen and twenty, and just seeing the difference. If yeah. not for this, just for my own knowledge. Yeah, I might I might still try that. That's not a bad shout. Yeah, we could be one of those that- shows. that's like uh, user submitted teams. Yeah, uh, we should do that. We should actually do that. We could. Oh, also, um, hmm, I'll tell you that off air. Never mind. Hey, we're okay. out of time. <laughs> and goodbye. Yep. Bye. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, tell tell people stuff. Uh, well, as always, I'm on rasball.com, specifically soccer.rasball.com, and I'm on Twitter at smoky underscore loogie. That's L O O G Y. The baseball thing, people keep asking me. Shut up! You're being annoying. Uh, <laughs> baseball season's right around the corner. You'll figure it out. Loogie is a lefty only one one out guy. The bullpen thing. I do mm-hmm. bullpens for Rasball. So people interested in fantasy baseball, you can check me out Ooh, there. Interesting. And, uh, what do you think of uh, Ray Searage, aka the Pirates, getting Neftali Feliz? Um, I think it just adds. I th- I, I love Searage, and I think that the move, especially what he's done. In the past, with previous pitchers like Liriano and One Chains, aka Edinson Volquez. Yeah, Volquez is okay. I mean, he did okay there. Uh, and I mean, then we did it with Hap. We, you yeah. know what? It's basically the Calipari of baseball. You come to us, you play a year, you get paid. Not by us. Yeah, you have to go somewhere else. I'm, I'm interested. In what are you going to do with Jonathan Neath? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one guy from a fantasy baseball perspective that intrigues me. That got traded or signed already this year. 
because I'm not buying in on Casimir in LA. I think he's blah. He, I would never really use him more than a streaming option. But Nice to me is that cheap guy that you're going to get late in the draft that could blow up. Yeah, and he's a great quality start guy. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you're in quality starts instead of wins, which I am because hell yeah, baseball. Uh, yeah, he's he's been so like two years ago. I think he had like 25 quality starts. Yeah, I was all about it. Um, oh man, I just I feel so bad for our listeners because it's gonna go from American football to baseball as our sides in like a <laughs> month. <laughs> They're gonna not care at all. Um, right. Okay. So me. Hey, I'm Kevin at DeVries at Kevroff on Twitter. Uh, you can find me hosting this or the EPL roundtable. They're both going to be out at the same time tomorrow, so just listen to both of them back to back if you want. Have a little binge sesh while you play FIFA or some such, or MLB the show as you get ready with all these moves being made. Uh, and uh, do you care at all about uh, King Kenta being signed by uh, the Dodgers? Uh, well, he's, I, did it actually? Is it actually official? Yeah, it I happened know. today. Yeah, they. Initially, I, I know there was. I know there was some holdup because he uh, has some elbow woes and. There, there was speculation that that's the why why it took so much less guaranteed money than expected. Interesting, but yeah, it, it, I well, I got an MLB app update saying that they were doing the live press conference. So, well, that makes sense. We have we have good doctors here in America. So if his elbow rips up, <laughs> yeah. Also, I formally proposed that his nickname be King Kenta. Super, super proposed that. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, what you know? I thought I thought his nickname was if he signed with New York, it would be Maeda in Manhattan. <laughs> I would have been super okay with that. Um, <laughs> that's a shame. Now I'm angry that didn't happen. Yes, uh, that's a shame. That's a, a shameless plug for an awful movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just one person out there like yeah. Uh, right. Anyway, blog.playjoga.com, theeaglespeak.com. You can find my writings over there. Uh, go Bearcats! We're going to beat SMU tonight, maybe. Uh, hopefully that will happen. Uh, you been drinking on anything? I'm, I'm coming off being sick, so I'm just NyQuil'd up. I'm not sick, so I'm going back to the old standby of my PBR. They owe you so much money. They, we... they totally do. And for everybody listening who doesn't know what PBR is, it's Paps Blue Ribbon. You need to try it. It's a good. It's uh... probably one of the better cheap beers to make. I, mean, I don't know if you need cheap... to try it, though. I feel like... If you've already had it, you had it for a reason, and if not, you're fine. Yeah. God, you see, I'm, 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 I'm not a beer snob. I don't like snazzy beers. Only yeah, I will free. say, I was only I when was, they're free. I was on board with the IPA action, but now the beer snobs have turned to sours, and I hate sours. Like a whole bunch. I hope none of my cousins are listening because they were just super great hosts to me for two weeks, and some of the beers they had were sours. But. It's just not my thing. And if you enjoy sours, I have an idea. Drink them yourself and don't push them on other people. You'll actually enjoy it more that way because then you get what you want. So this is two weeks in a row that we've ended on like serious life advice. Yeah. Don't force the things you like on other people. You just enjoy them. And if other people like it, they'll find it, you know? Yeah, totally. That's why I'm laying down on my leather couch. Hey, man, that's why I'm watching the UC game right now. It's like a psych psych session. (laughs) That'd be great. We should offer therapy to people. That's a horrible idea. I do not no, want to be so legally responsible no, for that. No, no. Zero point nine percent of that wants me to do that. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Listen to us next week. Bye. Bye. Peace.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.